0: Powered by MPB, this is Chalkboard Chat, an MPB education podcast hosted by Jermaine Flood and Tara Wren. To hear this episode and more, visit education.mpbonline.org or download the MPB public media app to listen on your iPhone or Android device.
1: Welcome to Chalkboard Chat. I'm Jermaine Flood. And I'm Tara Wren. And you are now tuned in to our Season 3 premiere episode. This is our Veterans in the Workplace episode, kicking things off right, right in time for Veterans Day. We wanted to give all of our veterans a happy shout-out to everything that they have done and continue to do for our nation, We're going to look into some of the resources that are available to veterans as it relates to workforce development, getting them placed into jobs, and any other kind of holistic resources that they may need in this walk of life. So in with us today, we have Work for Warriors Employment Director Sarah Fry, and we also have the State Coordinator for Building Healthy Military Communities, Dr. Mangle Shanks. I'd like to welcome you, Dr. Shanks, and you, Sarah, to Chalkboard Chat. Today. Thank, Thank you for having Hello. us. You are so welcome. And we are welcome to have you on with us. So, right now, I'm going to go ahead and toss this off to my co host, Dr. Tara Wren.
2: Yes. And we will start with you, Sarah, talking today about right. Work for Warriors. Thank you, Jermaine, for the opportunity to be here and to speak with these two ladies about our veterans. So, Sarah, the first question <laughs> I have can you explain to our audience what Work for Warriors is and how the organization would benefit them and their relatives?
3: Absolutely. So Work for Warriors is an employment education and services program here in the state of Mississippi, and we work across all branches of the military, as well as with the military family. So essentially, everything that we do for that service member also extends to the family member as well. It's also really important to know that we are here to assist them throughout that military career life cycle. So whether or not they're a National Guardsman, and they just left basic training, and they're getting ready to balance that service commitment as well as that civilian career, or maybe they've been active duty retired for several years and are looking to rejoin the workforce. We're here to assist them. And so when a job seeker connects with our program, they're automatically going to be linked to their employment coordinator in their local area. We currently have five employment coordinators across the state and they are the specialists of that region. And one of the benefits of the program is that When a job seeker does connect with that employment coordinator, they're going to be working together to complete an individualized development plan. And we know that the employment process is not a linear experience. Every job seeker has got a different path to that success, that career success. And so it's important for us to be able to assess each individual to identify what types of resources, education, or skills building that is going to be unique to them and their family in order to be successful.
2: That's great. That's a good opportunity for services that you offer to our veterans and military personnel and their families. As the lead coordinator for the organization, what exactly is your role in the organization?
3: great question. So I would start by saying that our program has really experienced a lot of growth over the last year, and I've been privileged enough to be a part of some of that growth. And so first and foremost, it's making sure that our employment coordinators are equipped with all the resources and the tools that they're going to need in order to respond quickly to a job seeker when they sign up for our program, as well as being able to meet that job seeker where they are. One of the things that we've had the, opportunity to do over the last year is develop a more intuitive case management system. And one of the features of that case management system is being able to take a service member's MOS or military occupation specialty and connect them directly to employment opportunities that are within that same scope of work right there in their local neighborhood or community, which is A really, really great tool for both the job seeker as well as the employer because we're able to make that match very quickly for them. The other area that I focus on is working directly with employers and workforce development programs, education services and veteran service organizations across the state. So then that way, we can relay all of that information and, and resources right back to our job seekers.
2: Absolutely. Connecting the job seekers and the employers and having all those resources, that's a dynamic relationship and partnership within the communities. And that's great. Can you list for us, Sarah, the resources
3: that are available to current and potential job seekers? Absolutely. So, Within the Work for Warriors program, we're going to start with that individualized development plan or IDP, but we also work with them on curating resumes, both civilian and federal, as well as customization and tailoring to specific job positions. We also help them get prepared for an upcoming interview, USA Jobs navigation, job sourcing, connect techniques. We also focus on getting them connected to education services employer networking opportunities, apprenticeship programs. And we do host in person and virtual job fairs as well, which is a great opportunity for employers and job seekers to connect and get ready to fill positions quickly. One of the things that we really want to impart on our job seekers is helping them to develop this resource supply chain. And so we really encourage them to utilize additional community resources and veteran service organizations right there in their community. And so that enables us to be able to work in tandem with really great Programs like building healthy military communities, personal finance counselors, education services, and also their local wind center. And so this has really empowered us through this network of employers and community partners to really take a holistic approach to serving and helping our job seekers and their families.
2: Wow. I I just love how this is very community focused and It's intentional one-on-one service for the service members and their families. I, I just love that piece of it. Tell us how the employers benefit from selecting from this pool of talent that you help create.
3: Absolutely. So apart from the goodwill factor alone, hiring service members is just good for business. You know, we know that businesses that make a commitment to hiring military and military spouses have a higher return on investment. You know, service members not only bring with them their technical and trade skills, but an interpersonal and soft skills like discipline and leadership, loyalty, strong communication skills, and also a global perspective. So every position that you can think of is also represented in the military. Anything from public affairs and human resources, heavy equipment operators and electricians. And what's unique about the military is that they're not just operating in this role, but they're doing so in very diverse environments and team settings. And that takes a lot of technical and soft skills to perform. One of the other benefits for our employers who hire our National Guard or Air Guard and Reservists is that they also get to benefit from that ongoing military skills training and education that they receive throughout that service commitment. And that all translates right back to their civilian employer.
2: Yes. And as you stated, the military members are highly trained, soft skills, hard skills. And Absolutely. so why is it important to actively help our nation's military members?
3: You know, one of the things that I just continue to go back to is this ethos that unifies all military service members regardless of branch or time in service and it's this idea of service over self and you know what that means is our program gets to work with individuals who are already coming to the table with that mindset and so when our program or other programs get to act as just an accelerator and removing some of those barriers so that they can go and be successful that military family is stronger those employers benefit. And then so does the community as a whole. And so, you know, our military families and service members, they're the force multipliers within our community. So we all just get to benefit from helping.
2: Yes, we do. And lots of thanks to you and to our military personnel. You know, if someone wanted to learn more about the services, resources and opportunities that you have at Work for Warriors, how can they go about getting in touch with you or learning more about this program?
3: Absolutely. So there are multiple ways to get connected with us. One of those is following us on social media, on our LinkedIn page or our Facebook as well. We are constantly posting upcoming events, workshops, webinars, virtual hiring events, all kinds of great information on our social media. But the best way for them to probably connect with us is to visit our website at Warriors. MS.org. And we try and make it very easy for our job seekers and our employers to connect, there is a QR code so when they scan that, and they complete that quick little questionnaire, they're going to be automatically connected to an employment coordinator that's right there in that local area. And I will warn you, as soon as you hit submit on that, be prepared to get a call from unemployment coordinator that is anxious to get started and get to work with you. And then, of course, if you are someone who likes to meet in person, we have employment coordinators that work out of the local armories across the state. So you can Come stop in, meet us, or schedule an appointment and get started.
2: That is great, Sarah. Sounds like Work for Warriors is sitting on go, ready and willing to (laughs) offer resources and services to our military personnel and families. Thank you so much for being here with us. And I know there are some folks out there who would really take advantage of your service there. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you so much. Jermaine, I'm now going to pass it on to you so you can talk to Dr. Mangle Shanks with Building Healthy Military Communities about the services that they offer.
1: Thanks, Sarah. And again, I would like to thank Sarah for coming on as well in representation for the Work for Warriors organization. But Dr. Mangle Shanks, welcome to Chalkboard Chat. Thank you for having me today. Thank you for coming. Now, just in talking about what Sarah Fry had just spoke about, when it comes down to the partnership between Work for Warriors and building healthy military communities, let me know about that partnership and what all it entails.
0: Okay. I would like to say it's been a great marriage. (laughs) I previously worked at the same job that Sarah worked, but we were in different companies. And as soon as you called me to talk about employment, I said, well, I want to throw that over to Sarah because that's what she does. And so it's been a great networking relationship that we've built together. So that's how we got here. Both of us got here today together. (laughs) (laughs)
1: so actually the capacity that Sarah now works in is the same one that you worked in while you were with work for warriors
0: yeah it was a different name but the same goal yeah
1: yeah yeah good stuff filling shoes and and filling new shoes is how it goes I love it I love it all how does the organization BHMC that's short now everyone for building healthy military communities work to develop or identify resources for current and former servicemen Members that promote well being?
0: What we basically do is we operate in about nine states now. And as each state coordinator, we have what we call a state action plan. And within that state action plan, there's so much that's going on in the state for our service members and our families and our veterans. So we can't tackle all of it, but what we try to do is to drill down and get those things, focus on those areas of concern and identify those resources around those concerns in each community across the state to try to mitigate some of those services that service members need. And so in my action plan, basically my four areas that I focus in, of course, employment is one, as well as substance misuse, dealing with tobacco sensation, as well as behavior health, dealing with suicide prevention, as well as physical and nutritional wellness. Because all these things fall into the category of readiness. Our service members have to be ready. If they're not well, they're not ready. If they don't have employment, they are not ready. And when we think in terms of the servant, we're thinking of the whole family. So if a service member is being deployed for them to leave their families and they are not physically fed, nutritionally fit, or have any means of employment, then they are not ready. And so those are the categories that we look in in order to support our service members.
1: Right. So does this assessment, when it comes down to, I guess, making sure that the service members are ready, do they have to go through like a point assessment where it's like, okay, now you can go? How does that assessment work?
0: Well, basically what you have in our military branch, you have what you call a family readiness team that support the service members as well. And how building health military communities fit into all of that. DOD, which is Department of Defense, was looking at how could they best support the service member and their family and to understand the unique challenges that they were facing, for the most part, those that are in the geographically dispersed areas. But I think the percentage is about 70% of our service members live off of an installation. So what does that mean? That means that they cannot walk into the installation and get the service that they need along the lines of counseling. If they're dealing with substance misuse, if they're dealing with suicide prevention, they can't just necessarily walk into an installation. And so what Building Health and Military Communities does, we're like a force multiplier. We try to make sure that organization out there that Provide these services, they have a greater reach. And so that we can help extend that reach into helping them to obtain the services that they need. We try to identify those needs and try to identify community organizations that can provide these services in the local communities.
1: Right. Now, when it comes down to, I guess, getting the word out to former and current service members as it relates to building healthy military communities and work for warriors, is this something that's already readily known for service members, or do they have to kind of do a little research to find these programs?
0: Well, this platform is going to be a great platform for Sarah and I to get the information about what we do. One thing that I'm really, really excited about right now, I am working with the Mississippi VA, with Mr. Teddy Reed, who is in the office of Mr. Stacy Pickering, and we are going around the state, and there's already two task forces that are standing, one on the coast and one in Forest County, which is the Pamban area. So we are going around, standing up task forces all across the state. I think when we finish, it'll be about nine that we stand up in different regions of the state. Any service member that lives in a community within 50 mile radius will be able to connect with these task force leadership and say, this is the need that I have. So within the communities that we are serving, there should be someone there that can be able to help meet the needs of these service members. And so we're in the process of developing those task forces right now. And as soon as we do, as finish, we finish, we will be disseminating information across all other areas that can help us get this information out into communities and across the state to our service members and families.
1: Good stuff. Dr. Shanks, your work with veterans has come a long way. And I called you because of the fact that I know you've got such a partnership with Mississippi Public Broadcasting in the past as it relates to veterans. Can you speak on where you find the passion to work with veterans? Where does this come from? You're just such a plethora of knowledge that I know that there's some reason why you do this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would like to say
0: this is one of the best positions or best jobs I've ever had. In terms of service, you know, I am a social person and I enjoy serving and enjoy connecting services to individuals. And the military is someone that we really should look at wrapping around as many services as possible for the simple reason that they protect us. They maintain peace. And I always like to say we're sleeping and they are working, you know, they're looking out for our good. And we think in terms of Veterans Day that's coming up, you know, they lay down their lives for us. So whatever we can do as individuals, whatever we can do as communities, we should be willing to wrap those services around them and support them in any way that we can. So that's where my passion comes from, just wanting to be able to support them because they take care of us.
1: Dr. Shanks, you and Miss Fry are like guardian angels for our military, and I thank you both for that, just the passion that you all have on that. So have you, Dr. Shanks, ever gotten somebody to come back and say thank you for what you do for us as a service member or a former service member? I know my mother is a retired Navy vet, and so any kind of reaching out and helping out that she could have gotten when she first retired was all in good for her so has anybody ever come back to you and said thank you thank you dr shanks for helping me or getting me that info
0: yes most definitely my previous work you know was more tactical and I work directly with service members. So I still get emails, I still get texts. And what I do now basically is shoot that on over to Sarah. And just recently I met a young lady, a service member also, that still says she wants me to, to talk with her. And I wanted to talk with Sarah, but she said she wanted to talk with me. So I said, okay, I'll see what I can do for her as well. And then from a organization perspective, to be able to gain the information I can about employment as I travel and meet different Organization for Employment, I'm able to pass that information on to several who have boots on the ground out there just trying to help our service member get back into
1: the workforce. Ms. Fry, how do you feel about this tight-knit, close partnership that you and Dr. Shanks have together?
3: (laughs) It is a beautiful thing. You know, when we're able to work cohesively and collaboratively together, we're just able to really, like Dr. Shanks said, wrap those services around those families and, you know, I go back to when we are working one-on-one with a service member to put a resume together. You know, that's multiple inflection points of meeting and building a relationship with them. And oftentimes, you know, employment is just one of maybe the, the many challenges that they might be facing. And so to be able to have these great programs like Building Healthy Military Communities, what a mouthful, um, know, <laughs> where, know, right? we really <laughs> are able... To to take that holistic approach and say, look, you know, we're here for your whole family and we all have this shared mission and wanting to just increase that wellness and readiness, like Dr. Shanks said.
1: Right. Great partnership between you both. Now, Dr. Shanks, back to building healthy military communities, the whole mouthful, BHMC. I wanted to let my audience know how they could get in contact with BHMC and what they need to do to be able to get some of those resources in their hands.
0: Okay. Before I share that, I would like to say we're going to be coming out with the newsletter and we're going to be coming out also with the Facebook page. So we want to be able to share that later. But presently, they can connect with me at 601-207-4407. And my email is going to be mshanks, S-H-A-N-K-S, at A-S-R-R-C-Federal.com
1: now make sure you all go out there if you have any questions about building healthy military communities again that number to contact is 601 207 4407 if you want to know more about work for warriors you can go to their website at workforwarriors.ms.org. you can also find them on their social media handles as well and as of right now I just want to thank you both Dr. Shanks and Ms. Pry for joining us today on Chalkboard Chat giving us some great tangible information that we can use, that our families can use, that any military family can use, former or current right now, so we thank you all for just joining us today. Thank,
2: thank you. so much
1: us. for having us. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yes,
2: happy Veterans Day
1: to all of our veterans. Absolutely.
0: Most definitely.
1: Yes, Absolutely. happy Veterans Day to you all and to our Chalkboard Chat audience. You know what time it is. I'm Jermaine Flood. And I'm Tara Wren. And you've been listening to Chalkboard Chat. Class is now dismissed.
0: You've been listening to Chalkboard Chat, an MPB education podcast. To hear this episode and more, visit education.mpbonline.org or download the MPB public media app to listen on your iPhone or Android device. This podcast is hosted with love by ACAS.